Hey, welcome in to another episode of Dramatic Comedy Podcast. Thank you for coming back and listening to another episode, or if this is your first episode, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, it's just me flying solo, kind of recapping the comedy show that happened this last Friday and talking about some of the observations I had and kind of give a fun little parallel if it's fun or not, I don't know. Hopefully it makes sense and hopefully it comes off the right way. I hope it doesn't come off as me belittling or berating or talking above anyone. That's not what I was attempting to do. More so, this is just like little tips to be helpful so people can avoid making some of the mistakes that I've made along the way in my my seven-year comedy journey. So with that in mind, let's uh, go ahead and just dive right into this episode. Thanks for listening. This is Dramatic Comedy. All right. Hello, everyone. How's it going? How are you? Been uh, about 10 days or so since we've released any episodes hopefully you're doing good if you're listening to this it's because you clicked back and you keep coming back and i appreciate that as always um yeah there was a comedy show that happened uh on friday august 20th which was two days ago today sunday the 22nd and uh it was it was a fun night it was a it was a fun venue. It was a brand new venue that I had never been in before. First time they'd hosted a comedy show there. It's called Blues Cats here in St. George. And, uh, it was, it was a good night. You know, it was a lot of fun. There was, uh, several performers and the crowd was actually really awesome. And, and sometimes like bar shows like that, it can be hit or miss with the crowd. But this crowd I felt really was uh, a very fair and honest crowd and and they showed up and the numbers were all there which was great uh i loved the the overall turnout uh there were more people there than than were tables and chairs you had like standing room only which was fantastic uh hal who's been on this before hal sadie he's been on this podcast before he hosted it uh, also, Connor Hayward, Jody Wright, uh, Brian Smith, Scott Smith, Wayne Myers, uh, myself, and T.C. Morgan were, were the performers that night. We missed Mike Madsen. Uh, he would have been a great addition to that show. But overall, it was, it was, a, it was a really fun night. And uh, I'm going to talk about some observations I had that night and kind of talk about comedy and uh, in, in, in terms of stand-up, based on my views, my opinions, and my experience with stand-up over the last six, seven years since I've uh, been part of the game. So, uh, with that being said, let me uh, just kind of give you an idea of how the night went. All right. So the show didn't start till late. It, it started at nine o'clock. And Hal went up, and he hosted, and Hal brings great energy to a room, and, and you need someone like Hal to host the show. He, he got up there, and he brings good energy, and then he brought up uh, the first comedian, which I believe, if I'm remembering right, in fact, I have the list. Let me just go through the list, and we'll just make sure we have this all correct. Um, 
me just pull this up. Give me one moment here. Thanks for your patience. I could edit this, so I'll go straight to the part where I have the list, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to pull up the list from the message. Okay, so the the night started off with Hal going up, then Brian went, or no, excuse me, Jody went first, then Brian, then Connor, then Scott, then Wayne, then myself, and then TC closed the night. So let's let's just kind of go over this. And it was it was a really fun night, and it kind of was like a roller coaster night. There were really high points, and then there were really low points, and there wasn't really much in between. And it wasn't that like one person did high, one person did low. It kind of felt like things would start high, then they'd go low, then they'd come back. Like it just it was just one of those kind of roller coaster shows, which happen in stand up. That's it's nothing good or bad. It's just kind of how comedy shows go, right? And so with with comedy, I've, I, I had some thoughts that occurred to me this last weekend that really never have occurred to me. Now, part of myself and, and my life is I've spent a lot of time in my life driving. I mean, my first job when I got my driver's license was being a courier for my dad's printing company. And essentially what would happen is he could call me at any point given, given time of the day and say, Hey, I need you to take these books to this bindery. They're going to give you some of these bindries and they're going to take it across the city here. Basically I got to know for lack of a better word, the entire state of Utah by age 17, just because of how much I was driving around. And then the older I got, I would take road trips. I've, I've made a drive to L.A. and back from Salt Lake, to San Diego and back from Salt Lake. I lived in St. George and would communicate from St. or commute, communicate, commute from St. George back and forth to, to Salt Lake a lot. I've driven up to Montana. I've driven to Seattle. I've driven all over the place, right? I've spent a lot of time driving. Even now, as you know, my profession, my job is 90% driving, being a courier for, for the hospital. And one thing about driving is based on where you drive, you drive different. Driving in a town like St. George is completely different than driving in a city like Salt Lake. Driving in a city like Salt Lake is completely different than driving in a city like Las Vegas. Driving in Las Vegas is completely different than driving in L.A. Driving in L.A. is actually different than driving in San Diego. Wherever you are, everything's different. Every road has a different set of rules. Every road has a different number of lanes. Sometimes it's a one-way street. Sometimes there's, you know, two lanes going north with one lane going south and vice versa. There's lanes for passing. There's always a speed limit. Whatever it is, those rules are there to keep you safe. Those rules are there so that you know the guidelines. And then as long as you're within the speed limit and, and on the right side of the rules, you're, you're pretty much free to drive however you want. But even with that, based on where you are, you're going to drive different. If you're driving out on a country road somewhere, you have a little more freedom. You can relax a little bit. You don't have to worry about so much checking your blind spot to change the lane. If you're driving in Las Vegas and you're approaching the Tropicana exit and you're clear on the left side of the freeway, you've got to get over four or five lanes across I-15 in front of heavy traffic no matter what time of day it is 
you've got to get over, and that's a very kind of defensive type of driving. Or if you're driving down St. George Boulevard, very or uh, Las Vegas Boulevard, very congested. You have to pay attention of what's in front of you, what's on the side of you, and what's behind you. Driving down St. George Boulevard, a little less hectic. You know, two lanes going east, two lanes going west. And it's pretty basic, but still a little different than if you're driving in the middle of the salt flats. You understand what I'm saying? With comedy shows, it's the exact same thing. Performing in front of a theater that, with a two uh, or 300 seat theater is much different than performing in a dive bar. Performing in a dive bar is much different than performing in a coffee house. Performing in a coffee house is much different than performing in an actual comedy club. By the way, I'm only speaking from things that I've experienced as a driver and as a comedian. I've performed in all, all these scenarios, right? Within each venue, there's different things you have to be aware of. And even though the rules are essentially the same, the rules might be different at a dive bar as opposed to a theater. Um, with, you know, speed limits, they're there to, to kind of moderate everything. Um, comedy clubs, the equivalent, or, you know, comedy shows, the equivalent to a speed limit is knowing your audience. Who are you talking to? Are you in Southern Utah at a theater on a family night talking to a pretty conservative crowd? Or are you in Las Vegas or in St. George at a dive bar, 21 and older, everyone's getting a little loose, but you're still, you know, speaking to pretty conservative crowd, even though it's a bar, you're still in Utah. Or are you in the slums of, you know, Las Vegas or downtown LA, and it's just a free-for-all and go say whatever you want. You know, there's the old saying that comedy is comedy is comedy. That's not quite true because though it's not someone else's job to tell you what you should and shouldn't joke about when you're performing in front of an audience the audience is the most honest feedback you'll get as a performer if the audience is laughing you're on to something if the audience is quiet you're striking out on set on Friday night there were plenty of times where people struck out and plenty of times where people were hitting home runs. It was a 21 and older open bar show, but we're still in Southern Utah. There's going to be some conservative thinking in that room. Does that mean you can't go up there and say the F word or the C word or talking about pedophilia or, you know, make Holocaust jokes? No, but it probably means there's a speed limit to them. It probably means that you can get away with it in moderation. You can go 5, 10 miles over the speed limit. You can even punch it, go 15 miles over the speed limit just to get past someone. But then you still got to moderate your speed so as to not, you know, one, get pulled over and get kicked off the road. Or two, lose control, spin out, and wrap your car around a telephone pole. And I think what happened on Saturday is some of the performers kind of lost sight 
of listening to what the crowd was saying. And we were all giving uh, an allotted amount of time. I was given, I was told to do 15 minutes. I did 11 minutes and 42 seconds. I was basing that off of the crowd. I always want to leave the crowd. I want to get off the stage with them laughing. I got to a point where I might have been able to keep going. I left three bits off of the list I had planned to do, but I kind of knew and kind of felt out what I felt the crowd was telling me I was done. Listen, I don't drink. I don't care if people do. But it's like anything else. It's got to be within moderation. Some people can handle more drinks than others, but if you see someone passed out in the gutter and they've been chugging Listerine just to get an alcohol fix, you know there's a problem. I'm fine if you want to tell the most offensive jokes that you can possibly think of, but it's got to be done in moderation. Otherwise, you're going to spin out and the crowd will stop listening. At one point, there were at least eight people who walked out. And not even half of the performance had been up yet. Which, I'm not saying it's, you know, the performers fault that they are offended. But if you're overdoing it on an offensive topic, or just doing only offensive jokes, and eight people leave at $10 a ticket, that's $80 that won't be at the next show. And and that's just, that's what it is. I'm not singling anyone out, but for what it's worth, if you're in comedy or you're in a car or you're at a bar or you're doing drugs, whatever, do what you want to do. I support anyone getting behind the microphone. I support anyone doing what's going to make them laugh and what's going to make them happy. But remember that you've got to do it in moderation. And if you're not sure how it's going... Listen to the crowd. Stand-up is the most honest form of feedback you can get. You get a room full of 100 people, you'll know exactly how you're doing. And if it's not going well, you have two options. Change the topic, change lanes, switch roads, or get off the road completely. Just get off the road. And so that's kind of the parallels of it. The other thing that happened uh, on, on Friday night, and I'm not trying to single this person out, but it's going to be pretty hard for people not to know who I'm talking about. If you're going into a job interview where you have to perform, or if you're getting on stage to perform... Or if a cop pulls you over, (laughs) don't tell him your stats. Don't tell the boss interviewing you how good you are in your stats. Don't tell the police officer who's pulled you over how good of a driver you are. Don't get on stage and tell everyone to clap for a movie that no one's ever heard of that you're in. If a crowd's not laughing, don't blame the crowd. If... It's not going well. Don't get mad at the crowd. It's not the crowd's fault. And if the crowd doesn't already know about your stats, don't tell them your stats. Show them why you have the stats. If you're half as funny as you're telling people, don't tell them that you're funny. 
Go show them how funny you are. I get bugged by that. Because honestly, and this is going to cut deep for a few people, if our stats in this region, in this particular setting, in this particular scene that we're in, if our stats were anything for anyone to really be impressed by, we wouldn't be here in St. George. We wouldn't be in southern Utah. We wouldn't be living in Mesquite, Nevada. If our stats and our accolades were something to brag about, or something that people should know about, you're in L.A., pal. You're in New York. You're in Vegas. You're in the big city with the big city lights. But if you're in the small town, don't get on stage and say, Hey, this is how good I am. You guys should love and respect me. The moment you do that, I'm out. I'm done. You know why? The moment you get on stage and you ask for a laugh and you ask for respect, you just told everyone how funny you're not. You just told everyone, I want to be this good and I need the validation to know I'm this good. I don't think I am that good, so I'm just going to ask you to tell me. Please, sir, I'd like some more. That's what you are. <laughs> All right. Enough of this high horse. Because, look, I'm not putting myself above or below anyone in this. We're all in this community together. We need this to grow. I loved being a part of that show on Saturday. The good, the bad, the ugly. I loved every second of being part of that show. I'm grateful for every show I can be a part of. And Hal did a great job the way it was set up. It was fantastically ran. Between Hal and, and Val, what she's doing with Electric Comedy, the opportunities here are growing. And that's what's most important. Personal accolades are not what are important right now. The point is, comedy is growing in this community and in this region. And it only continues to grow if we lift and stand together. All right, let's... Uh, follow my own advice and switch lanes here. All right. So I was going to switch lanes and then I realized I kind of said everything I wanted to. I'm just going to close by emphasizing I'm not better than anyone. Okay. When I speak to what I spoke to, I'm speaking from my own personal experience of being the guy who needed the accolades. I've been the guy who goes up and goes for nothing but shock value. I've been the guy who gets on stage and talked about how good I am. I know it doesn't work because I went down that road. And if I can help steer someone away from making some of the same mistakes I did, that's what I did. So if any of what I said came off as judgmental or hurting, not my intention one bit. This is such a weird thing to be a part of in comedy and and I've said it before and I'll say it again comedy cannot be taught it can be learned but it cannot be taught you learn it by doing it and you learn it by making the mistakes and you can get advice and and almost mentored along the way of hey maybe try this maybe try this but what you need to learn to be effective and to, to gain confidence is you learn by repetition and getting on stage and figuring out how to be you on stage. And I still have a long way to go with that. 
But if I can reach out and help give advice to anyone who might be going down a similar road that I've already been down, that's what I was I was going after. So anyways, if you made it this far on the podcast, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you have a great week.